are listening to Special Features, the only podcast on the internet that dares to discuss things uh, such as popular culture, perhaps. That's interesting. Popular mm. culture and every now and then perhaps high culture. Yeah, and low culture. Oh, and super high culture. Mm. <laughs> oh, okay, we're talking about doing, weed. Yeah, weed. Weed. Um, weed-based movies and songs and TV shows. We love weed-based culture so mm-hmm. much. We don't partake so much in weed itself. We are spectators of the fine art of weed yeah. culture. Yeah, I like to think of myself as... Um, just a weed fan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fan of like the vibe, the yeah, aura, yeah. and heck, the stench. And I love the stench. <laughs> I love the stench of weed. <laughs> Today we have a huge episode ahead of us. Possibly the biggest episode yet. Of any podcast ever. It's yep. a huge challenge that we're putting ourselves to. Huge. And who are we that are putting ourselves to the challenge? Great question. My name's Cameron James. What's your name? My name's Alexi Toliopoulos. That's correct. Uh, before we dive into this big challenge, which we should tease, mm-hmm. is... Uh, a momentous challenge that we are setting ourselves today. We've set ourselves many challenges, mm. impromptu challenges mm-hmm. of top X lists of the great works of some of the greatest filmmakers. Yeah. But the challenge we're setting ourselves today, holy beans. Holy beans, guys. <laughs> holy beans, which is obviously, as you all know, my catchphrase for the last seven or 8,000 years. Yeah, you've been saying that a lot uh, yeah. since day one. Obviously, we have the T-shirts with holy beans <laughs> written on holy it. Beans. Of course, they're little beans with little halos on top, <laughs> and one is being crucified. <laughs> the holy beans. Um, but holy beans, it's a, huge, it's a huge challenge. Yeah, today, instead of just picking a top X director's list, mm-hmm. top X genre list, we are doing... The top films of the 20th century. And that is a majority of movies, I'd say. That's so many of them. A lot of films. I yeah. often think about the 20th century was the century of cinema. Yeah, so far. But let's but see what hey, the 21st has in store. They're giving it a run for its money. <laughs> <laughs> but before we do that, which is mm. going to be epic... We have some even more epic news. It's some, and I'd say this is probably epic bacon news, if anything. I reckon it's totes and maize balls. It's awesome sauce, mm-hmm. but it's also a little bit sad sauce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, it's kind of a melancholy gravy, if you yeah, will. Yeah, yeah, a yeah, bit yeah. of sweet, syrupy. It's syrup, for sure. Yeah, it's a bit of sweet syrupy. <laughs> Would you like to say what's going on? Oh, dare I? Yeah, okay. I'm going to say this. This is... Uh, for now, mm. this is a pushpin in special features. Yeah. And it's a pushpin to the heart, unfortunately. It is a pushpin to the heart. This is going to be the last special features for a little while. Mm-hmm. We are pressing pause on this podcast um, for many reasons, which we'll get into. But the good news is that this feed will still exist with a brand new show. By you, Alexi Teleopolis. Yeah, I've got a new show. It's, I mean, people know about this idea that's been cooking in my head for a while, mm. which is like an idea that will celebrate a love of people's films, mm-hmm. celebrating the films that people love, and utilizing my skills as a freaking cinematic sommelier, if you will, mm-hmm. to find movies that people will love and try and connect them to them. Um, but it's something I want to do for ages. Yeah. I want to do a show kind of like this. It's called The Last Video Store. 
basically what it is is say a guest like Cameron will come on board mm -hmm. they'll tell me some of their favorite movies of all time but it will be set up like a rental combo from back in the video store days <laughs> a new release a couple of weeklies mm -hmm. of Cam's favorite films and then I will give you a bespoke personalized sincere recommendation based mm. on your taste so it's kind of like you know it's a chat show if anything with some mm. really cool guests Obviously, Cam will be on as his example that we were using Can't right now. Can't wait to be not only the example, but evidence. Evidence. <laughs> You'll exhibit be evidence a. as a guest. You will be Exhibit A. Yeah. You'll be Exhibit A. And then we've got other cool people already have recorded great episodes with Luke Bracey, wonderful wow. actor from Hacksaw Ridge, mm -hmm. uh, and many other cool movies. And someone very cool, Polly Bennett, who is a movement coach and a choreographer who did the final dance scene from Saltburn. She Whoa. helped do the movement coaching for Elvis and Bohemian Rhapsody. So she's a real expert, has some great picks. Yeah, we finally talked bow rap on a podcast, wow, mate. After exciting. years of never bringing it up, finally bow rap will be discussed on a podcast. So, I mean, it's like the perfect podcast for you because this is what you naturally do in conversation anyway. Mm -hmm. If anyone's discussing movies and they bring up things that they like, your brain is wired to mm. <laughs> reach for something that you think they might like and yeah. recommending it to them. You At love a doing it. point when people talk about movies, I stop listening and go, brain, start working. Yeah. Tell them something they'll like. It's definitely something that we could get looked at. Mm. It's definitely something <laughs> that could be perhaps worked on with mm. certain you know, therapy techniques and medication. But for the purposes of podcasting, it's perfect. It's perfect. And you know, the government could weaponize it if they get into the wrong hands. I'm really worried about that. I really hope that doesn't happen. But you know, that will be what's going on in this feed. And every now and then Cam's going to be coming back in whenever mm -hmm. we want to do a special features. Yeah. That'll be popping up in there. Yeah. And I'll say this as well. I looked around like I was addressing a camera then. Yeah, I know. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. It'll be a vodcast as well. There'll be a video for it. But I'll say this. Um, the total reboot episodes will go into a new feed. So they'll all be there. Special features, old episodes will be in there as well. And you'll be able to subscribe to an old feed and they will live forever. That's cool. We'll have a beautiful archive, keeping them in pristine condition. Yeah, very exciting. And very exciting for you to have the new show. Mm -hmm. It's something that we've talked about quite a bit in the past. And may I say to you, friend to friend. Wow. That Allow me to open my heart for a moment. Open it up. If you could take the key off your necklace. And <laughs> oh, that's my chastity belt key. Hang on, let me get the other one. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's leave that one out as well. I'll pop it in the lock just in case. <laughs> let's see what happens. Uh, I heard you on Will's podcast on Willosophy a little while ago. And the way you discussed cinema with Will on that made me think, oh my God, why isn't Alexi like the number one film discusser in the country mm, because you're just so, so good at it you're so yeah. natural at it there's genuine enthusiasm mm. and passion you're great at recommending things you're also great at seeing the positive of things you might not even love and the negative of things that you do like a wow. lot you're just a good critique guy wow so i am excited to see what this podcast is and to listen to it well Gosh, I'm glad I only opened up my heart for a moment because you held it in your hands and caressed it so beautifully. <laughs> I'm feeling warm. I'm feeling fuzzy. Oh, fuck. I'm feeling gooey. Holy shit. Holy I love the chastity belt. <laughs> but, you know, this, the thing is that with this, 
I would say right now our ambitions for and with each other have never been more strong and powerful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you yeah, know, this is not a breakup, folks. Oh god, this is like unfortunately it's a break in. <laughs> it's a break in. I think we've recommitted to uh, to each other in a much more intense way than we ever have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, we we're leaving our partners. We're <laughs> We're leaving our partners and going on the road. Still platonic, but there's no room for anyone else. But, you know, we really believe in each other a lot, believe in our bond Mm. as collaborators, wanting to make more, bigger stuff together. Mm. And I think that just means we have to refocus the way that we do things. Yeah. So, Well, it's it's kind of, it's it's been a tough call mm -hmm, uh, to stop doing special features. There's a number of factors at play. Mm -hmm. First of all, I've... Uh, I'm very grateful for this, but my tour schedule is now bigger than it's ever been with and stand-up. You're even more ambitious with what you're doing with the form of stand-up comedy, like trying with your new be. show. Trying like, to be, yeah. yeah. I've, I've got a, a lot on my plate for this year already as far as mm-hmm. live tours and some music that I'm releasing and um, some other little comedy mm-hmm. things that are in the works, um, which means it's like hard for me to even find time to watch a weekly movie yeah. for us to discuss. And even when we try to like go, oh, let's just make it about what we like or what we're mm. doing at the moment, even then it just became, oh, fuck, we got to try and do more stuff for it. Yeah. And just kind of like, it's so much fun when we're doing it. It's like the most fun that we have is us mucking around and riffing mm. each other. But we made a really cool documentary we've been making cool documentaries for a while it's mm. still like our greatest ambition to keep doing those things yeah and I it's think been harder to just not be able to focus on those well that's we the do. thing if we've got a weekly film podcast mm-hmm. and you've got your stuff and i've got my stand-up where do we find the time to make the finding documentaries mm-hmm. there's just not enough time in the world yeah and the finding documentaries are the things that we're so passionate and proud of i mm-hmm. want to make so many more of them yes. over the next hopefully 50 years far out yeah. I, I might be busy in 2071 so okay. we'll see we'll, we'll see what your schedule is like yeah. but at least for the next foreseeable future <laughs> be dead for that year and then come <laughs> back two years later yeah jesus style yeah absolutely uh so we want to make more of those we mm-hmm. have it's probably no secret to everyone that we did spend a large part of last year mm-hmm working on a what was going to be a tv version yeah of the finding series a, a bigger 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 upscaled big budget 4K. it was going to be in 4k it was going to be in 4k <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's going to be shot on two cameras yes so it could be 3d converted it could be 3d converted yeah. which we're hoping we spent a long time mm-hmm. developing this show that we we're mm-hmm. very excited about we had many stories yeah we did a lot of the research and the sleuthing the investigating yeah. unfortunately the show is not moving ahead with the broadcaster that mm-hmm. commissioned it um this is pub- by the way this is public, it's public knowledge knowledge it's public knowledge now news articles that were written about it mm-hmm. weirdly. and we're featured in them and we're grateful to be featured in them yeah we're grateful to be featured in them mm. so the next step for us is trying to get these things made elsewhere mm-hmm. and we've been working really hard on that too and it's looking very po- positive and yeah. promising yes but it does mean a lot of work and exciting. a lot of work <clears throat> it means a lot of work a lot of you know how long these finding things take? They take a long time. Fucking it's ages. so much pre-production, mm-hmm. so many pre-interviews. It's a lot of detective work. It takes up a lot of our free time. Uh, and then it just ends up being a really fun, goofy thing mm-hmm. that you guys can all enjoy. Yeah. 
Um, and so hopefully one tier. We hope one tier. We get at least one tier per episode, hopefully. But yeah, we'll, so we'll be working our asses off on mm -hmm. that behind the scenes. So even though you're not hearing us week to week, know that we are making something for you. And I'll say this. In the hospitality world, they're known as rock star shifts. Mm. When a former person will come back <clears throat> and do a little spot. In this universe, they're called Tarantino shifts. <laughs> Karen will be coming in pretty often to be yeah. mucking around on uh, the last video store, which will be mm -hmm. the podcast in this feed with me. We'll be doing special features drops pretty, like, you know, whenever we really want to. Mm. And, you know, we want to hey be man, doing that whenever shit. whenever I'm back in town. Oh, shit. Okay. Hey, when I blow back into town from tour, I mean, yeah. first stop. Obviously has to be my wife and dog. Yeah. <laughs> and then the second stop, your little puppy. That's yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> I see my dog, then I see my kitty cat. Oh, baby, me. Ouch, <laughs> the claws are out tonight. But that is it. That's mm. going to be the plan. But until then, we are going to be going into the gauntlet right now. Yeah. We're going to go decade by decade through the 20th century of cinema. And some people have called it the cinema, the, the century of cinema. Who said that? Well, well, in your opinion, one of the greatest critical minds <laughs> <laughs> this country has ever offered. Uh, but we're going to go from the 1990s to the 1910s. Fuck me, they're oh, maybe going the backwards. 1900s. Let's go backwards. Oh, wow, that's so Let's scary. Let's go backwards because that way, you know, people can listen to the movies that they know and then at the end they can hear movies that they've never heard of from 100 years ago. That's a really good point, actually. Mm -hmm. Because I was just looking at the 1910s and thinking, like, fuck. what the fuck am I going to say about any of these things? <laughs> All right. This is very exciting and very scary. Okay, we're going <clears> to <throat> the gauntlet. And this is the rules. We only have a few <clears throat> seconds to <clears throat> pick. And we're just looking at a list of movies of that decade. Yeah. So just scanning, 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 scanning. A few seconds to lock it in. We're going to apply the pressure onto each other yeah. to get into it. Um, okay, who begins? Uh, I'll kick it off. Oh, thank goodness. Right. I was going to suggest reverse alphabetical order. <laughs> All right. So I'm looking at the 1990s, which mm -hmm. is a very famous decade. Oh, a lot of greats were <clears throat> born in that decade. Were you born Myself included. Well, I'm an 80s kid. Wow, interesting. That's where you and I differ most. Yeah. The decade we were born in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm probably defined by being from the 80s. Yeah, you're ways. a Gen Xer. I'm a classic Gen you're X. You're a Gen X. You're like, um, here's my saying, reality bites. And guess who bites back? The cam dog. Yeah, that's <laughs> the thing I've been saying over the last eight years. <laughs> and the t-shirts and rugby shirts are awesome for that they one. That one we got a rugby sale. shirt. They we, are back on We sale. got a rugby yeah, shirt. Yeah, we got a rugger for that one. Um, and <laughs> I've got a raga song that I sing about it, but that's coming out <laughs> later in the year. <laughs> that's why we're breaking the podcast up because you're doing your <laughs> reggae album, <laughs> <laughs> like Steven Seagal. <laughs> okay, this is really intense, but okay. I'm only going to give myself a short amount of time to pick. Now the '90s has a lot of films that it's I true. would consider quite good. Yeah, I would agree to that. There's a it's few a wonderful movies in there. Um, there's some all-timers. Mm -hmm. There's some that I uh, have gone on the record many times as saying, if I could re-watch a film for the first time, it would be this one. Yes. I'm talking about Science of the Lambs. Okay, there. great movie. Um, but wow, going, you, is that your one? No, it's not going to be okay. the one I lock in, although it is very highly recommended by so me. So the rule Check is you're allowed out. to say one title before you can lock it in. You can say one, mm -hmm. but it's not the one. It's not the one, okay. I'm just going to go by a movie that I rewatched recently for the first time in a long time. Oh my gosh, okay. I have seen it a lot, uh, but this time around, I just, it dawned on me again how much I love this movie, how special it is, and how 
to me, it's almost a perfect film as <gasps> far as blending all the elements I enjoy. Comedy, a bit of pulp, oh, wow. a bit of crime, oh. um, and some great performances <gasps> from fantastic actors. Fantastic the actors. film I'm going to put on my list is Fargo by the Coen Brothers. Oh, Fargo! Whoa! <laughs> oh yeah, a wonderful movie by the brothers Cohen. Yeah, who no longer make films together. Hey, like Cameron and Lexi doing a <laughs> podcast. But I heard a rumor they're coming back. Really? Yeah, that's true. When did you first see Fargo? Were you too little, or were you too old, or were oh, you just right? I think I was just right. <laughs> I I would assume it would be when I was in high school, so mm-hmm. in the two thousands at some point, and it was. A movie that I knew about before I'd seen, much mm-hmm. like you know about Pulp Fiction and Reservoir yes. Dogs before you see. Yeah. You know? It's an iconic movie. It absolutely is. That poster in the poster is iconic. You know that people talk about the tone of the movie, people mm-hmm. talk about the Minnesota Nice. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, oh yeah. yeah. People say stuff like that yeah. when they talk about it. The first time oh, I ever encountered betcha. it, I remember seeing the ads for it playing on like TV One or something. Mm. And be like, oh, you betcha. Oh, yeah. And they go, Fargo is a cool movie. And it would just be like those little Minnesota By the way, clips. I wish that's what the ads were. Fargo is a really cool movie. <laughs> you should check it out. Everyone, check out. We got a cool movie on at 9 p.m. <laughs> um, but that's how I always remembered it. And whenever I go back to it, I am delighted by the pulpiness of it all. Yeah. And I'm not just meaning the pulping spread out oh, the by foot the, going in the, the foot going in. Well, presumably the whole body in the whole I assume the whole body, yeah. but we don't see that. You don't see it. Thank God they spare us that grisly detail. Thank God we only see the final minutes of mm-hmm. this guy's demise. Uh, it's great. I watched it again recently and was really reminded by how much I love Frances McDormand. Yeah. Uh, it's a great performance, not just because it's funny, but because it's incredibly sweet and because she does what I would consider to be one of her trademarks, where she imbues real, like, gentleness and, and like, empathy, mm-hmm. even when she's being a hard-ass. Yeah. You see that in later performances of hers. Three Billboards is a great example. But she can be grilling a guy in a scene in a like interrogation and then she'll look at a photo of him and his wife on his desk and like just a flicker of love Mm. across her face because she'll just for a moment feel like oh he's actually not that bad and then go back to interrogating him i think she's incredible i think it's in it it will always be in my top 10 top 10 top 10 movie locking it in along the way we're going to lock in a top 10 as well oh well they all this isn't this is my pick and it's also 10 10 years so 10 10 decades 10 movies yeah okay that's it It'll be a top 10. Yeah, sure. Okay, I just did math for the first time in my life. That's exciting. Wonderful pick, Cameron. Okay, I'm looking at my list. I'm zoning in right now. The first one that I'm thinking about, it's a movie I've seen many a times too, and this is not my pick. Like you said, I'm saying Mm. one movie out loud before I do it. (laughs) Carlito's Way, Brian De Palma, Alfredo, James Pacino, Sean Penn. Mm -hmm. Just think it's a beautiful gangster movie. It's like Unforgiven, but for gangsters, think that's so cool. Uh, But I'm going to go with you. A movie that I'd seen many times before. Totally interesting. Lots of tones and Mm. textures that I really like. I hadn't seen it for maybe, bro, like almost 20 years. Mm. Hadn't seen it for 20 years. And I watched it the other day. And my immediate realization was this is one of the best movies ever made in this country, Australia. The movie is, it's one that you love too. And I think your words were what inspired me to go back to watch it. Oh, my God. It's a movie. (sighs) 
Muriel's wedding. Oh, PJ Hogan. I love mm-hmm. Muriel's wedding so much. I reckon it could be a perfect movie. The way you talk about I think Fargo. it's. I reckon it's a perfect movie. Yeah, last time I watched it, I was just gobsmacked, and I'd seen it so many times, mm-hmm. but I just fell head over heels in love with it again. Absolutely. I fell in love with Muriel herself. Oh, God. Tony Isn't it a Collette. great performance from Tony Collette? I think, and it's crazy because I think that she's one of the very best actors mm. of her generation, singular talent. I compare her often to Nicolas Cage because mm. I think they're both really the experts and no one does it like them. They don't even do it like each other, but of externalizing the internal emotions Mm. through a form of expressionism as well. Like they're both able to conjure things that are really big externally Mm. of internal emotions, but it doesn't feel whack unless it's meant to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's, it can be twisted in a sort of camp way, like Mm -hmm. her performance in Hereditary. Yes. And it can be incredibly subtle and moving like... Six Sense. Six Sense. The yeah. car scene in the Six Sense. Or about a boy. Oh, yeah. Basically, whenever she plays a mother with mother uh, of a, child of a, that's a bit scary odd. tribal <laughs> child, I think she's the best actor of all time. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Muir's Wedding, uh, having said that, oh, man, it's crazy. It might be her best performance. I think she's incredible in it. It's outrageous, man, because it's funny and mm-hmm. it's heartbreaking in equal measure. In equal measure. Mm. Cut by the incredible Jill Bilcock who is the, maybe the greatest editor of all time. There's a really good documentary about her and her career called um, Dancing the Invisible or something mm. like that. It's a really, uh, really fantastic movie. But yeah, Muir's Wedding, watch it again. I think perfect movie. Great pick. Great, Great pick. pick. Also, I'd like to give Great a shout out to another PJ Hogan joint, My Best Friend's Wedding. Also featuring Rachel Griffiths mm. of Muir's Wedding. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then we do a joint shout out at the end. That's our joint That's the new rule. That's the new rule. <laughs> okay. All right, 1980s, Cameron, are you ready to go? Holy moly, I'm looking at the list right looking now. Looking at that list? I'm looking at the list. Okay. Wow, this is scary. 80s also has so many So films, many movies. They so released... many things called movies. Yeah, at least probably 500 <laughs> movies from the 80s, I reckon. Maybe a few more. I can't. I'm, the first one I looked at, I was like, that's going to be the one I lock in. And then I was like, I can't pick two Coen Brothers movies in a row. Wow. I was going to say Raising Arizona, but I'm... I'm making it a rule that I'm not allowed to One pick... One director. I'm not allowed to pick Coen Brothers two and in a row. That's the that's the rule. You can't pick Coen Brothers two in a row. Yeah. Lord, hope, help us if they made a movie in the 70s. I know, but thank God they didn't. Mm-hmm. They were only little bobs back then. Okay, what's okay. your f- ancillary, ancillary announcement? The one that I'll say that's not the one I'm going to pick mm-hmm. is... Oh, my God. This is so hard, Alexi. Uh-huh. Uh, and I it's the decade of your birth. I know. My famous decade. The one, <laughs> uh, the one that I'm going to say that is not the one I'm going to pick is The Thing. The Thing. John okay. Carpenter's John The Thing. John Carpenter's The Thing. Chilly and movie. It's a very chilly flick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which should be its own yeah. genre on yeah, like Netflix God. and stuff. Absolutely, chilly flicks. Chilly flicks. Yeah. You put like that, the big chill. Netflix, <laughs> chilly Netflix and chills. Yeah. Yeah, yep. there we go. <laughs> yeah. Um, Fargo's a chilly flick. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You betcha. Uh, the one that I'm going to pick that is my pick. God, this is tough, but my God, you know how much I love yeah. this filmmaker that I've talked about too I'm many clucking, times. I'm clucking the pistol right now. You better say it out loud. Okay. <laughs> That's the other rule. There is a loaded gun. There's a loaded gun in the room, and we're each allowed to pick it up twice. 
and pointed at the other. And on the second time, we are allowed to touch the trigger. Oh my god, dude. I'm so torn between two picks. Torn between two worlds. And they're both people that we've talked about recently that have directed them. Wow. I, I guess I just need to pick one. And I'm going to go with my gut on this one and say... E.T. the extraterrestrial. Well, that's always it. Almost. Yeah, it was pretty close. Was wow, close. I love this little fella, Shrek. Yeah, it's got it's got Shrek in it. It's got Shrek <laughs> in it. Shrek. It stars Shrek yeah. as E.T. Yeah, it's this is one of the my favorite movies. When I think about this movie, my heart does glow. Like the yeah. Neil Diamond song about E.T. Yeah. I like the Michael Jackson song about E.T. Somewhere in the night. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it is crazy that Michael Jackson not only wrote a song for E.T., but also he did the audiobook. Did I've you got know? it on vinyl. <laughs> I remember really? we learned about it on this podcast because Jackson <laughs> Bailey told us about it. Yeah. I'd never heard about it before. Within days, I was like, I need to buy that. I and I got, I got a great edition that's come with the poster of Michael Jackson and E.T. hanging mm. out. I've seen the poster. It's a great yeah, poster. It's a great poster. If I had one wish, it would be to have that poster in wow. my possession. Well, I have it. And if I had one wish, it would be... For someone to frame it, but yeah. I don't have to show have someone that I own it. it or yeah. have it displayed. And I don't want someone to go, oh, what do you want to get framed? Oh, it's a photo of E.T. and Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, okay. But I'd love to hear the audiobook. Is it a lot of Michael saying things like, Elliot goes out to the shed and Jurek yeah. appears. He's like, and I love that squishy little guy. I love Jurek so much. He always calls him squishy little guy, and I think that's oh. really weird. He calls E.T. or Shrek a squishy little guy. So it's like, is MJ just winging it or is there a script? (laughs) script. He's just telling the story from memory. Yeah, (laughs) you you probably could do it. And then that squishy little guy ate a little Reese's Pizza. (laughs) I love those snacks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, E.T., beautiful pick. Beautiful pick. I don't want to talk about it any further. We've Mm -hmm. talked about Steve-Z a lot. And, uh, you know, I almost I almost went with a Marty movie. Marty. And I wouldn't be surprised if you picked a Marty movie for your pick, but I'd love to hear what you're thinking. Okay. Would you be surprised if I didn't pick a Marty movie? A little bit. <sighs> but there's a few others in, yeah, in this decade in that there. I know you love a lot. Yeah, there's a few others in there. I My first pick that I'm thinking that I'm seeing, Do the Right Thing, Spike Lee. That was one that I had mm. absolutely pinned for one of your picks. Yeah, I love Spike Lee. I love his movies. And that might be my favourite of his films. People should call him Spike Lee. Spike Lee. It's a Spike Lee little picture. <laughs> I'm going for another one, though. And it's also just because I've watched it a lot of times recently and I just mm. can't get it out of my head. I just can't get enough. <laughs> I can't get enough of this movie. Mm. Um, a movie that I love, Gillian Armstrong's Starstruck. Yeah, I've never seen it, but you've talked about it a lot. Yeah, I just interviewed her. That mm. It will be coming out on Sunburn screens eventually. But because of that, talked to her about that movie a lot, talked about her, all her movies. But that's one that I've got a poster for. I bought mm. the... Is Michael Jackson that poster? <laughs> it's him hanging out with Joe <laughs> Kennedy, the lead of Starstruck. But I also bought like the vinyl, and the vinyl's wow. all like the music for it. So basically a mu- movie musical set in Sydney in the 1980s. It's kind of... Australian new wave filmmaking meets new wave music. Mm. So there's like uh, the swingers do the score for it. Um, Tim Finn, I think, did a song for it as well. Tom Fun? Uh, well, if you That's pronounce it in his language. As a joke <laughs> in this country. <laughs> 
good at pronouncing his accent, yes? That's one of the little racist things that we have in Australia. Is we're still allowed to make fun of the Finn brothers by pronouncing the name like that. Yeah, okay. Well, I would never dare do that. I'd it's not racist. It's xenophobic. <laughs> Um, yeah, I love Tim Finn, love yeah, this movie, it's so fun. Uh, Starstruck, it has been hard to find, hmm. but someone's just put it up on YouTube in really high quality. I love when people do that. Yeah, it's, to me it's one of the great mitzvahs one could do, is hmm. to it upload is a, a film on full high quality on YouTube hmm. for free, not trying to get any fame. For not it. trying to get famous, just trying to <laughs> do a public service. Do a public service, I think yeah. it's a great, great act you can do. Cameron, we're going on to the next decade, the 1970s. Hang on, we haven't done a joint Oh, selection. a joint. Okay, before we move we on, let's do a joint a selection. Joint. Okay, well, you know, we both said his name and didn't do a pick. Mm. A Marty-esque pick. Marty Scorsese. Martin Scorsese. A couple of great flicks from his in this decade. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep, I yep. mean, obviously, Raging Bull is the epic. I would assume you would go for that one. Oh, you would assume wrong. Were you going to pick King of Comedy? I think you would assume right. I was going to pick King of Comedy. Yeah, I think it's a joint pick, so it has mm. to be King of Comedy. Yeah, because it's about our industry. Yeah, an industry <laughs> of laughs and maniacs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love the King of Comedy. I could watch it at least ten times um, over the course ten of my life. Ten more times? Yeah. <laughs> oh, ten, ten times in total. Ten more times in total. Probably this is about five times, so I've got five left. <laughs> All right, we're going to the 1970s. Oh, and if the baby, the swinging <laughs> 70s. Oh, baby, I love the 70s. Well, technically, Austin Powers 3 is partially yes. set in the 70s. Of course, it goes so to that's why we're allowed to call it the swinging 70s. That's it, because he was so swinging and it was the 70s. Yeah, and he had uh, sexual intercourse with Beyonce, oh, baby. Oh, Beyonce. That's your <laughs> audience's name. Okay, the 70s. Are you, lock are you want to say a cursory pick? And, this is so hard. I would say of all the decades in cinema history, the 70s might yeah. be the best one. Yeah, it's really famous for it's movies. famous for movies. Some of the most famous movies of all time came out of this era. Mm -hmm. We have discussed many of them in the past. And the future. <sighs> and, and the future, we we're probably We're about will. to do one in the present. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. I mean, okay, I've got, mm -hmm. I've got two. I've got two. Two. Right here. Which one are you going to say first that doesn't count and won't be locked in? The one that doesn't count, that won't be locked in, but I would like to give special mention to, is by Francis Ford Coppola. Mm -hmm. It is The Conversation. And that's a lot of people say that's the first podcast. It's about podcasts. Because it's a guy recording a conversation and go, yeah. holy fuck. The red, in... red robin goes bop, bop, bobbing along. And that's the first that's podcast the first theme podcast song. podcast theme song right there. <laughs> I rewatched the conversation over Christmas. Mm. Believe it or not, on Christmas Day. Great Christmas movie. <laughs> I would say not dissimilar. My family had a tradition where I think four years in a row we watched Midnight Cowboy on Christmas Day. Great movie. Great movie. Great movie. Especially for little kids to watch around Christmas. Especially time. for little ratsos. Little ratsos. Little ratsos. Yeah. So that's the one that I want to chuck out there. I want Beautiful everyone to know that out. I like it, mm -hmm. and I want everyone to be at home thinking, "Huh, this guy's got some really cool taste in movies. Interesting taste." And then I'm going to say my official pick, the one that is... Wow, wow, it's being locked in. The one that I'm about to lock in. And I <laughs> that will be... That was me cocking the pistol. Lock so you've in. held it twice now. <laughs> yeah, I can't hold can't, it again. Can't touch it anymore. Fuck. Uh, again, I've got, I've got two in my head, but I'm going to pick one. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if you picked this as well. Okay. It is Rocky. Whoa. Imagine if I didn't pick Rocky. That would be insane. Okay. I nearly picked Dog Day Afternoon. Whoa, okay. 
So I've got three good ones there, I think. <laughs> you said three great movies. But Rocky's the one I'm locking in. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, inspirational movie, it's, huh? Uh, we did a podcast uh, based on the fourth one. Yeah. Do you remember that? Of course, Finding Durego. Finding Durego or Finding Drago, depending Drago. on what part of the world you're from. Yeah, or way you're saying it. Or like it. the way you feel like saying it. Yeah, Drago. We yeah. said Drago most of the time, incorrect. But they say it in the movie both ways. Sometimes I get corrected. Sometimes, Sometimes. people say, going, hey, you stop breaking my balls. Stop breaking my balls, man. I like it more than you do. You can't break my balls. There's about. not much more we can say about Rocky that we haven't already said, but I will just say this definitively on the record in this podcast. It's a great flick. Put that on the poster. Put that I on the poster. Care. It's a great flick. Next time they re-release Rocky, and, p- and put the quote to both of us. Yeah, yeah. We're definitely. both in there. We both believe that. <sighs> now you've got a fucking Fuck. big challenge ahead of you, God. my friend. A wiser man would have used your time to stop listening to you and start looking at the screen. Which is normally what you do. Which is normally <laughs> what I'm up to. But instead I chose to pay you the ultimate respect. I'm going to say a movie out loud. It's not my pick as is the custom of this list so far. Mm. The Killing of a Chinese Bookie. John, John Cassavetes. Great movie. Great movie, great Ben Gazzara. Ben Gazzara. Great Ben Gazzara performance. Made me want to work in strip clubs for the rest of my life. Oh, and we are still trying to get into one. I killed, I've still never even been to one. I've walked outside of one because it's on the way home sometimes. I've definitely walked past some. Yeah. But I've never been in. But I would love to not only go in, but yep. work there. Work there. <laughs> hey, fellas, I'll just say something like that. Hey, fellas, how I are I just we? want to have like a booth. Hey, fellas, how I, are we? I run my business out of the booth. Yeah, that'd and be great. the ladies all know me, but and I'm respectful go, to them. They go, oh, he's such a sweet guy. He's a nice go, guy. He's a really sweet guy. He always tips, but he never looks. Yeah. And uh, he's never made a pass. He's never leads. He's never leads. He's never leered. He's never leered. But he did kill a Chinese bookie one yeah, time. He and did. I'm crossing him about yeah, that. That's weird that he did do that. Great pick. Great pick, but not it's not your, the pick. Not your official it's not pick. The pick. I know what you're going to pick. I just know it. You're going to pick Salo Sa- 100 Days of Sodom. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I've actually never seen it. No, me neither. I'm going to go for a movie that is just endlessly rewatchable for me, and I um, have a strong bond to this film. Okay. Starring Jonathan Travolton, my favourite actor. Yeah. It is Saturday Night Fever. Got that night fever. Night fever, night fever. We know how to do it. Would this be a good bit for you to go, Night Fever, Night Fever, Newcastle Nights Fever? That would be a really good bit. And about the band band, band of sports players. (laughs) What's that that called? It's about that band of athletes that play football in Newcastle. They play versing other bands of athletes. We've talked about Saturday Night Fever a lot. Are Mm -hmm. there any you regret not picking? Because I'm looking at the list and it is psycho. Obviously, we've got Mean Streets, Mm -hmm. crazy tonight. The Warriors the was Exorcist. one I was thinking about. The Exorcist, as we all know, it's one of my most treasured movies. I think Amicord as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Felino. Yeah. Do you know what I nearly threw out there as a as a random one is Suspiria. Oh, my God. And all that jazz also crossed yeah, my mind. There's of course. a few. Jaws, The Chant of Jimmy Blacksmith. Great movie. Yeah, Dawn of the Dead was one I was cocking up. Oh, okay, well. Well, what are we going to put in as our joint pick? Our joint pick. Oh, my God. I mean, do you know, It's is it... We can't mention The Godfather. That's one of the No, rules. no, no, no. You That's can't fine. say that. After Barbie made fun of guys who liked The Godfather. I dare not be mocked by that I movie. cannot be mocked. I already cop enough flack for being a huge Matchbox 20 guy. <laughs> Everyone knows that about me. podcast, though. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, okay, I'm going to put one out. I'm going to put one out. See what you think of this. Yeah. Okay, I think it lands in the middle of us mm-hmm. as a movie meaningful to us both mm-hmm. in similar and different ways. William Friedkin's The Exorcist. 
Yep, that's a great choice. I mean, I, I'm. I think we need to chuck a little horror in there. So mm -hmm. I would say The Exorcist. I. I nearly said The Wicker Man at one point. Yeah, great movie. I nearly said The Wicker Man. Love The Wicker Man. Love Halloween. But I think The Exorcist mm. is classy. It's the only movie that has a character that's a Greek Catholic, which is wow. your religion and my cultural yeah. heritage yeah. combined. Totally. So in many ways, I see that go, wow, if we had one son together, that's what it, it would be Father like. Damon Karras <laughs> from The Exorcist. Yep. I think that too, often. Often, it's one of the permeating thoughts of my I brain. I often think that. Yeah. Often, okay, we're, near, we're getting to it. Let's go through it quick. The 1960s. Shit, dude. The swinging 60s. Pick a pick. All right. Say you're ancillary and get to the point. All mate. right, let me just the have a quick, is on. a quick look at the list. I of hope things you have a bead of sweat rolling down do. your back. And tickling your crack at this point. It's tickling my crack and my sack. Oh, whoa, that's a dexterous little bee. <laughs> what a great bee. All right, okay, here we go. All right, mm -hmm. ancillary pick, 2001, colon, a space comedy. <laughs> space comedy. <laughs> Is that what it's called? A space odyssey. <laughs> Do you mean the Leslie Nelson? <laughs> a space travesty? <laughs> I think it's a space comedy. It's funny a little bit. It's got funny bits. Those got, monkeys are hilarious. Isn't it crazy? <laughs> They're the first comedians. They're, yeah, they were. The first monkey to crack a joke. Yeah. That would be a good and crack a parody. A good parody is mm. that sequence. Yeah, but it's a, it's a microphone. Microphone up there. Turns into a microphone. Yeah, and it's... Lands in Jerry Seinfeld's hand. Hey, what's the deal with bones? <laughs> Great. Yeah. Okay, now I've got two choices. Mm -hmm. to, um, and this is tough. Yeah. Because we've already picked a horror film. We never said this was going to be easy, mate. No, no, no. In fact, we not. said it would be difficult. Okay. Look, we've already picked a horror film, so I'm going to leave this one as just another casual mm -hmm. mention that I will drop later on. But for now, I'm going to pick this classic musical, <gasps> feature film musical. Oh, my gosh. West Side Story. Oh, far out. Love it. Robert Wise. And might I say, wise the choice from you. Very wise choice. I love it. I love the songs. I love the dancing. I love the poster. The poster's I great. The best poster. One Soul great, Bass. One of the great Soul Bass posters. Mm -hmm. Great choreography. I love the colours. It's shot in beautiful Technicolor. Gorgy colours. Gorgeous looking movie. I could watch it again and again and again. And you know what? I think I will at least three more times in my life. You've got three left. You've yeah. got three left on it. Great pick. Uh -huh. What are you going to pick? Ancillary pick. I'm going to say one straight away because I saw it a couple of years ago for the first time. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. Excuse me, I've got a burp trapped in my head. Uh, 1962, The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance by John Ford. Still never seen it, but I love the song. I saw it for the first time, and as I watched it, I said, this might be the great American picture. Because hmm. if you think about American movies, Westerns comes up. Of course they do. And, and is, it, is it Jimmy Stewart? Jimmy Stewart mm. and Johnny Wayne. Jimmy and, and Johnny. Johnny. They should have called him that. Jimmy and Johnny. Jimmy and Johnny. Jimmy That'd and be Johnny. a great podcast. I would love to hear We're those two talk. We're doing a podcast. Well, I say we are. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Squarespace. And it's also brought to you by Koala Mattresses. <laughs> Pilgrims. That's what they call their audience. The Duke and the Fluke. Oh, because it was career a... career was a fluke. <laughs> that guy make it? And my actual pick is okay. going to be Agnes Varda's Cleo from 5 to 7. Wow, French dude. New Wave classic. I've seen this movie a lot of times in my life. It was one of those movies I connected with in film school. Mm. It moves me every time. I will weep a tear. And yet, the beat of tear rolls down <laughs> my cheek, Where's down my back. 
through my crack and lands elsewhere. Sorry to say that about one of the great movies of all time and then to say that sentence right after. Um, love it. It's one of those great movies that's set in real time as well. Like it just, oh, wow. I think it just love is just that. really, really wonderful. Like the show 24. Yeah, it inspired 24. It inspired 24. But it's about two hours, five to seven. Okay. Yeah, cool, cool, from cool. five to seven. Great movie. Okay, we're going to say a, a pick together. Yeah, man. I nearly... Okay, can I tell you what I nearly threw out there? Mm-hmm. Rosemary's Baby, mm-hmm. The Graduate. Oh, I love and The Graduate. And and The Sundance Kid. I was thinking Planet of the Apes. Oh, and yeah, the odd couple that. was another one I was thinking. Cool. Well, looks like we're, not, we're going to agree to disagree here. No, no, no. What were the ones you said? Graduate. Okay, graduate. Graduate? I love graduate. Okay, Yeah, sure. graduate. Plastics. One of the great lines in cinema history. Mr. Plastics, you're trying to seduce me, aren't you? Yeah, <laughs> that's the line. All right, 1950s. We're at the midpoint. Here oh, we go. Your ancillary plick. All right, let me have a look first, for God's sake. Okay, should we switch? We're halfway through. Yeah, I'll okay, say first. let's do a switch. Ancillary pick will come to mind straight away. Fucking heck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm allowed to say fuck, but I dare not say the devil's, yeah. the devil's realm. You don't want to and BLs above. <laughs> yeah, no way. Um, I'm going to say... Rewindow. Rewindow is my ancillary pick. Great pick. i got to say the Hitchcock out loud. I love that. You love the cock. Love the cock, brother. And then my real pick... Oh, flip. <laughs> oh, flip, flip, flip. <laughs> this is getting harder now. Yeah. I'm going to say Marty. Oh, great pick. Marty Ernest Borgnine. Great It's one of the pick. few movies to win the best picture and the Palm Door. And boy, do I adore this movie. We the love classics the Borg. tale about an ugly butcher who's got no luck with the ladies. Mm. It's sad. Ernest Borgnine, he lived to an old age. And what was the secret? Oh, yeah, he masturbated every day. Is <laughs> That's that what, what he said on camera. <laughs> I masturbate every day. <laughs> It was like a breakfast TV show. It was awesome. <laughs> but yeah, if you've never seen Marty, we both love it. Yeah. It's a movie that feels so mature in its emotionality mm. uh, in a way that feels like very groundbreaking for that era, for the 1950s. Just, it's so good. It's such an Beautiful. enjoyable movie. Beautiful film. Beautiful movie. I love it. Great pick. Oh, okay. God, I feel relieved. Now you can just chill for a bit while oh, I my freak gosh. out quietly. And... Um, Oh, a bird I have several, that has been several options here in mm-hmm. front of me uh, of favourites. My ancillary pick, the one that I'm not looking in, mm-hmm. is going to be Disney's Peter Pan. Oh, wow. Rewatched it recently. Mm-hmm. I-, I watched Hook first. Great time. And you go, how did Great this time all streaming? <laughs> I said, I want to see the origin story for this. <laughs> how did these guys all meet? <laughs> there's some stuff. <laughs> there's some stuff in there that obviously you can't do too much these days, mm-hmm. um, like flying. Yeah, you can't, you do, can't, can't do that. You can't do that shit. But I just have a real soft spot for it. I love mm. pirate shit. Yeah, I love this sort of never grow up fantasy yes, shit. Of course. Um, I, I think about that. I think about Peter Pan's story a lot. It's really nice. And how sad it is. And it's like a beautiful looking movie too. Mm. Um, my real pick that I'm going to absolutely lock in... Locking it. ...is Vertigo oh. by the cock. Oh, my God. I just felt my brain go weird and I got scared of heights. 
Yeah, because of Vertigo. The feeling of Vertigo, yeah. yeah. And Vertigo, probably one of the most influential movies ever. Like, you yeah. see so... Whenever you watch something, go, holy shit, that's a Vertigo shot. Vertigo shot. Vertigo yeah. shot, but yeah. not just that, like, you know... Lighting. Some lighting. of the most beautiful lighting in that movie. There's and a lot of neon greens and mm. blues and stuff. There's that Salvador Dali sequence in the middle oh, of it. Oh, yeah, the dream sequence. The dream sequence. Yeah. It's great. It's also got the fluke in it, James One of the Stewart. best flukes. One of the best flukes. <laughs> I love it. Um, I nearly picked Sunset Boulevard. Well, then one. let's lock that in because that was my other one that was on the bubble. Really? Let's put that in as our joint venture. I love Sunset Boulevard. Me too. I am Sunset Boulevard. Oh, God. Kind of like Entourage. I'm ready for my close-up, Mr... Mr. Gold. Harry Gold. Harry Gold from Entourage. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to the 1940s. Our one favorite the, decade one for One of film. the most tragic eras for the world at large. When I go back to these older eras, it's more likely that I'm going to love the movie because why would I watch a crap movie from so long ago? Yeah, true. Um, but, oh God, there's so many. Okay, I'm going to say one out loud and I'm not going to lock it in as is our want. Mm -hmm. I am going to say... Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Mm, Frankenstein, as they call it in, in another, another movie. movie that's a comedy based on the same thing. I think I love horror comedies. This is basically one of the first horror comedies. Mm -hmm. It's still really funny, holds up really well. Great movie. Those two guys are funny. Um, and my actual pick. I know what it's going to be, but I want to hear you say it first. I don't think you do because Arcadia. I've got two in my head and I think you got one of them. <clears throat> really? But I'm actually maybe going to do a little... Switcheroo. I am going to say... I know what it's going to be. I just know. But yeah, go. go okay, ahead. 1948. I don't know what year it came out. But okay. <laughs> that would be weird. Yeah. Uh, Vittorio De Sica's Bicycle Thieves. Ah, uh, yeah. That's not what I was thinking. That I, I think I know what the other one you are going to say was, but this one, I remember... Uh, when I saw it for the first time, hmm. I have, as I do, often watched a lot of movies mm -hmm. and I was a bit burnt out. And this is one of those movies I have a vivid memory of watching it for the first time completely refreshed me. I fell mm. in love with movies deeper and more powerful against that, you know, Italian neorealism ever. Simple story, same story as Pee-wee's Big Adventure. So if you know that, <laughs> you've seen it, you can... Log both on Letterboxd at the same time if you want. But I love Bicycle Thieves or The Bicycle Thief. Both titles, correct. And you know what? Never seen it. Sorry well, to say. Take it as a recommendation from your friend unto you. Okay, okay. I I don't know why, but I had a feeling you were going to say Black Narcissus. Oh, it was actually in my realm. It was mm. in my realm. I just had a feeling that's what it was going to well, be. Well, it might have been you were picking up on one of my thoughts because it was a thought that went through my head. And okay. you and I have a really special bond. Bonds. Yeah. Where James we... Bond. <laughs> <laughs> Collection of DVDs. Yeah, of course. Yeah, mm. yeah. All 20 so movies. We've got all of them and we love them all equally. Yeah, all equally. I go, wow, each of these movies, well, how can you not love them all equally? They're all the fucking same. It's all the same. <laughs> they're all the same fucking thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, this one's better than the other one. No, mate, they're all the same. Who cares? Who gives a flying flip? All right, I've got to go for it. I've got to pick one. Ancillary. Ancillary first. Okay, let's go Psycho, folks. As Whoa. I mentioned, not Psycho, but... The third man. That was the one that was in my head a yeah, lot. That I was had hard a feeling to say that it. might might get mentioned. Yeah. I love the third man. It's a blast. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, it's not the one that I'm officially putting on my list. Mm -hmm. 
This is so hard. It is. Because it, it's not like I've seen heaps of movies from this decade, but... But the ones you have seen are, like, the best movies ever yeah, made. Yeah, I really you know? love them. Yeah. Um, shit, dude. I kind of want to go with a... Um, oh, no. I don't know if I... Okay, the gun is out of play, but my hand is on the blade. Whoa, the I forgot that we do have a katana. <laughs> We've got the katana. This is so basic. I'm so sorry to say mm -hmm. this, folks, but... No, fuck it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick this it. one. I had one in mind. It is very basic, but I've decided to go in another direction. I'm Ooh. going with the big sleep. Oh, fuck me. Go. You know, fuck I just love God. a love noir mm -hmm. film. I love a pulpy film. Chandler. We've that a lot. Chandler. Not Chandler Bing. Yes. Could it be an even better movie? <laughs> Maybe. Could this sleep be any bigger? Yeah, that would be funny. Mm -hmm. Tragically, it is not based on Chandler Bing. It is on Raymond mm -hmm. Chandler. Yes. Who is a crime writer a crime writer of the 20th century mm -hmm. great movie great book i love it i nearly said citizen kane that's yeah. crazy but well, i do love it let's put in as the as, as our joint pick you have to i we think we have to we have to say it oh you know what i just realized that is also in this decade and i forgot about what? the fucking great dictator chaplain oh chaplain is that that's the f yeah is it yeah because it was during world war Two. Oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah, let's say that because uh, it shows the power of comedy, the clown. Which is really important to the, us. He's the great satirist, the clown, I would say. Yeah, let's go the great dictator. Sorry, Orson. Yeah, sorry, Orson. Good job. Awesome, in fact. Awesome work, but unfortunately, no. No. Sorry, brother. Okay, we're in the 1930s now, and boy, am I depressed. The Great Depression took a lot of people... Um, to the food lines. Yeah, food stamps. What else? Dust bowl. Hey, people were so poor, <laughs> stamps were food. Hell yeah, Is imagine that. A, that. Could I say that as a stamp? I think you could do that and stand up in like 1939 <laughs> yeah. or something and it would crush. Oh, it was like, God, we did live through that bullshit. People, when people went to see the Marx Brothers Duck Soup, they thought it was a freaking cafe that it opened up. <laughs> they were excited to eat. Okay, a lot of my favourite movies from this time um, really? Every one of my favorite movies from, from, from the, the 1930s. <laughs> I'm going to go 1930s. Oh, God. Ay, ay, yuck, yuck, yuck. Pick something that you want to give a shout out to, but you mm -hmm. don't want to lock in. Okay, in that case, I'm going to say... Um, it's a movie I've loved my whole life. It is uh, The Adventures of Robin Hood. Mm, uh, mm. by Michael Curtiz, beautiful Technicolor, 1938, kind of when Technicolor is really starting to pop, mm -hmm. starting to pop, great movie, um, but the one I'm going to go to is outside of Technicolor, it's black and white, it is The Bride of Frankenstein. Oh, that guy got laid? <laughs> Well, that's the tragedy of this movie. He doesn't get his end away. Oh, uh, no. Uh, I love this movie so much. James Whale, a very interesting filmmaker mm. who his life is chronicled in Gods and Monsters. Yes. Starring the whale himself, Brendan Fraser, yep. and Magneto. 
Um, mm. I love I love The Bride of Frankenstein. It's really funny. It's such a fun sequel. The movie literally begins with Mary Shelley and all those people going like, hey, I had another dream, actually. <laughs> um, and here's what happened in that one. And then it just goes to the sequel. I think that's so funny. That is funny. <laughs> it's just really funny, like campy, but also beautiful. It looks so beautiful. The, fe- the special effects are a stunner. Um, great gothic stuff. Huge wreck. You never seen it? Put it on. Never seen it. Huge wreck and also a huge rack, I believe. Those monsters are. Those bolt ons? (laughs) (laughs) Those bolt ons are huge. (laughs) And I'm not talking about those things in his neck. (laughs) (laughs) I love those things. (sighs) All right, my turn. Yep. Scary stuff. Not much I've seen in this decade, if I'm completely transparent and honest. Be transparent. Like a creature. Of, uh, he's I'm not going to do the he's Invisible Man. He's from the 1930s. <laughs> I'm not going to do the Invisible Man. Um, will I pick... I'll pick oh, what's an ancillary one? Because I know what my main pick is. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll give you an ancillary one, but I need to figure out what the hell that even is mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to say Duck Soup. Sorry yeah, to it's say funny. It, but it's still funny. funny. It's funny. It's my ancillary pick. It has a man called... Groucho Marx in it, and yeah. he's famous for saying things. Really for inventing fun. Marxism. He invented Marxism, and a lot of it was him and puffing on a cigar. Hey, like a <laughs> hey, you're a freaking loser. Time flies like an arrow. Fruit flies like a banana. Great line. I love it. He has I a great love it. He has some great lines. He does, it's awesome, because he just does crowd work to people in that movie, basically. Yeah, He just yeah, goes yeah. around roasting people. It's so yeah. funny. It's awesome. The, the main pick that I will have to mm-hmm. put in there, even though it is incredibly obvious, is The Wizard of Oz. Oh, I mean, it is the best movie. It's, it's the it's most famous movie, I would it's say. It's probably the most famous movie. Yeah, probably um, that and Barbie. Yeah, they're probably the two most famous movies. I love it. I still love it. I've seen it so many times. I The story my mum tells everyone is that I wore the tape out yeah. of it when we had it. Um, Just I, the scenes of the lion, though. Weird. That guy's so cowardly. Yeah. You. Oh, the king of the castle. It is a bizarre scene voice. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. He's my one of my favorite characters. He's your favorite actor. Yeah, my favorite actor, and his name is. And you know what, off the tip of your tongue, but I you're going to pause I, dramatically. Sorry, yeah, I'm just pausing to build suspense. To build suspense, even though you do know it, but you're not looking it Bert up. Burt La. Burt La. Bert La. Bert La. Uh, he, and Zeke. Like Shrek. Because Zeke is the name of the guy in, the, ah, in Kansas. Oh, there you go. I love those Zekies. Yeah, you do. Freaky Zekies. I uh, would say that moment where they go from sepia into... I didn't know that happened in that movie. <laughs> they go from sepia to... When does that happen? Um, 14 minutes into the movie. <laughs> when that happens... Imagine being from the 1930s, you'd lose your fucking mind. Yeah, and if you want to experience what that would feel like, may I recommend sparking up a big doob at the start <laughs> of the movie? <laughs> and let it let that weed kick in right at the 14 minute Oh, mark. fuck. Is this playing backwards? <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a movie starring Carrie Fisher and Chevy Chase about a big urban legend surrounding this movie, which is that... All the actors that played the Munchkins mm. were all staying at the same hotel in LA and they had orgies and like big druggy parties oh the God. whole time they were filming this movie. There's this Wait, film. What movie is that? This film is called like Under the Rainbow or something like that. Oh, and wow. it's Chevy Chase, Carrie Fisher, are two. It's a farce yeah. set in that hotel during that time. And 
I think one of them works for the studios, trying to keep the munchkins under wraps, and wow. the other one is works for the hotel or something. Um, it sounds insane. I've yeah. always wanted to watch it, and also I've never even heard of it. Never ever committed to it. Every time I've thought about, we should it. watch this movie. Sounds crazy. Whoa. Okay. And Ciliary pick. We um, gotta pick one. Uh, hey, to it's a share. movie we've both seen. We mm. both like it. Original Scarface. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do like Scarface. And the 1930s great era for gangster movies. Well, I was looking at a few Jimmy Cagney picks because Public Enemy is also mm. the same decade. Public Enemy, and I love Angels with Dirty Faces. Ah, uh, yes. But Scarface is great. Yeah, Scarface is great. Paul good, good Mooney. Pick. Good pick. Fuck, 1920s. Okay, I'm going to say one. It's not my pick. It is A Man with a Movie Camera by Ziga Vertov, mm. Soviet filmmaking. It is kind of like Kayanis Katsi, but in the silent film era. Mm. I love that movie. But my main pick, I'm going to say... I know what it is. The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. Damn, I was close. Ex German Expressionism. A uh, very, very cool movie. Uh, Nicolas Cage loves this movie. And I actually think it might be the best-looking movie ever made. Really? Yeah, it, in all 100 years since it came out, very Still few movies have looking. gotten as good wow. looking at it. That's interesting. Maybe Drive. Drive does look good. It's <laughs> a good-looking movie. Drive does look really good. Yeah. There's lights, brother. Oh, my God. Okay. 1920s. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen much from this era, but the ones I have seen, I will name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're good. When you go back this far and you've seen the movie, they're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely good. Oh man, this is I'm not. This is not my pick, but mm -hmm. I'm just going to throw it out there because when I was in, when I was in my early twenties and I was studying film, this was like maybe the most pretentious thing to ever name check as mm. a favorite movie of yours, and I definitely name checked it a few yeah. times because. I'd seen it and I'd sorted out. It is Un Chien Andalou. Oh, I had a feeling. Because you've talked to me about your love for this movie. Because you love surrealism. I do, yeah. Maybe less now than I did when I was mm -hmm. younger. I'll still go in on a surreal flick every now and then and become very inspired mm -hmm. by it. But definitely when I was, you know, 22, 23, I sought out this kind of stuff. And um, it's got the famous eyeball slicing yeah. scene that everyone knows about. You say you'll do that to me one day. I'm going to do it to you. Well, now I won't tell you when. But it is one of the rules of this podcast that I will slice your eyeball <laughs> with the blade. Um, it's also, uh, you know, if you like the Pixies, there's a song that's kind of about it. But my pick is a comedy. It's Sherlock Jr. Buster oh, King. I love Sherlock Jr. Mm. Buster or Chap? Who's your favorite? Buster. Now they could do a podcast together. It would be real quiet. <laughs> <laughs> do you know they did one movie together? Uh, aren't they both in... Sunset Boulevard or something? Uh, Buster's in Sunset Boulevard, but they made a movie together called Limelight. It is one of Chaplin's last movies as director and star. And they he plays a clown who was in a vaudeville double act. And the whole time he goes like, oh, yeah, he hasn't seen his double act part of the mm. whole time. The climax of the movie, they rejoin, and it's Buster Keaton that as the double act. That is so cool. Isn't that cool? That would be... That's like when Will Ferrell pops up as a cameo in something. Yeah. Like, like in Wedding Crashes when they keep talking about like, Chaz, the great <laughs> wedding crasher. He's here. And then he shows up. I mean, mm. that's like a that's a huge get. Yeah. I should watch that. Yeah, it's 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 not my favorite Chaplin movie, but that's like, come on, you can't go past that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, there's some great movies in here. Show our joint pick. Oh, Sherlock Junior. Maybe that's the explain it to people for people who haven't seen it. It's a movie with Buster Keaton. It's physical comedy. It also has, 
It is Sherlock Jr. I'm thinking of, right, that has the famous coming out of the movie Yeah, screen the projectionist. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like an iconic moment in cinema. Mm. He's like the... He's like... He's like Jimmy Tom Fallon. Cruise yeah. meets James Cameron. He yeah. was like a stunt Great guy, call. but also pioneered special effects and visual effects in cinema. And yeah. he's just very funny. Got a funny face. Watch, watch Buster Keaton. You old will have a laugh. It's true. I yeah, true. I think face. it's especially if you've got kids. I think Buster and Charlie Chaplin movies great to show mm. the kid. Well, I heard Greta Gerwig on a podcast recently talk mm. about taking her and Noah's children to see a bunch of uh, Buster Keaton shorts, wow. and she said it was a lot of hipster parents with their children mm -hmm. and the children were loving it even though they're silent movies for the most part yeah um and she was like this is so crazy that slapstick still translates 100 mm. years later people can still just watch buster keaton tie a rope around his leg tie the other end to something else and go down a building and then watch that other end unravel yeah. and the kids get excited by the tension of it and it's cool. I mean, it's just cool that this stuff still works. Oh, man, absolutely. There's a great movie that Henry and I went to go see at Sydney Underground Film Festival. If it comes again, I would love to see again. You have to come with us because Henry and I will go immediately. Mm. It's called Hundreds of Beavers, and it is like a silent comedy made now that looks exactly like a Looney Tunes cartoon mm. or a Buster Keaton or a Chaplin short mm. or like Harold Lloyd. Like, it is so fun and so well made. And it also feels like a bit of a video game. Like, it feels like Legend of Zelda or something. Mm. Really, it's a bizarre movie to explain. But you would love it. That's so cool, because I love all those Warner Brothers, the mm -hmm. tunes, and the Merry Melodies and all that. It's so great. Oof. Okay, joint pick. What about Nosferatu? Yeah, I mean, I thought that's what you were going to pick. So, yeah, absolutely. Chuck love Nosferatu. One of my favorite movies. Fuck, 1910s. All right, things are getting a little bit difficult now. <laughs> Um, okay, I'm going to say one that's not my pick. I'm looking at them. I'm going to say Charlie Chaplin, The Immigrants. Cool. Um, it's about 24 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen it. I know that. Yeah. Um, and European immigrant endures a challenging voyage only to get into trouble as soon as he arrives in New York. Great movie. But I'm going to say my pick I remember seeing this one in film school, and it's my first animation choice. Oh, Do you remember wow. Gertie the Dinosaur? Uh, it's like that big Brachiosaurus. Yes. From 1914. It's just like a 14-minute... Um, I've definitely seen it. Yeah, it's an animation of a Brachiosaurus. I think it was made for, like, uh, in the Natural History Museum. They're looking at a big dinosaur, and they go, let's draw what Gertie would look like. That's your pick for best movie? From 1914. Yeah. Oh, from, yeah. It's, from this the like, it's like line drawing. Yeah, line drawing. Yeah, because yeah, it's yeah also I've like, definitely seen they it. They would have had to have drawn the backgrounds of every shot as well, and I go, that's admirable. It is pretty beautiful, actually. It's pretty, mm. pretty damn cool. Yeah, wow, great. How crazy. This is wild that we have to pick something from 1910s. What have I even seen? Because, you know, like, I can't remember now if I've actually seen some of these Chaplin movies or if I've just seen clips of them yeah. in documentaries and stuff. Um, so, I mean, I guess I'm just going to have to pick one of them. Well, and just and just D.W. Griffith guy, aren't you? Mm. <laughs> no. 
to be awesome. This is what gets us cancer. Goes. Unfortunately, we did have to pick a D.W. Griffith movie. I do have to pick Martin. Birth of a Nation. Mm, unfortunately, it's a movie we have seen. Um, I'm gonna. Uh, I mean, like, I don't even think I have uh, an ancillary pick. I don't think I've seen yeah, it just, enough. Yeah, I have to struggle. So I'm gonna have to go with the Tramp, mm-hmm. which is Charlie Chaplin. Um, yeah, and you know what? I don't even know if I've seen it or if I've just seen bits of it in things. Hey, a bit. Or if I've just seen that Robert Downey Jr. movie where he plays Jack. <laughs> I think that's good enough. That counts. Yeah, okay, good. Okay, our joint pick will also be... Um, a Dog's Life, another Chaplin movie that we've probably seen a clip from. Sure. Yeah, that's a good one. Good work. It's one of him and a little dog. Wow. I've... I've okay. Is there a 19 zeros? Yeah, there actually are ones that we definitely would have seen. <laughs> There's two on here that at least one I know oh, that we've both seen. this is seen. George Melier. George Melier. Let's yeah. do it as a joint pick. A trip to the moon. Absolutely. You and we've seen it that. in Hugo as well. Yes. Ah, Hugo, fuck yourself. I, Hugo, eat my ass. <laughs> you go and eat my ass. Yeah, we've got to pick a trip to the moon. That's our pick. It's, it's wonderful, huh? It's wonderful. It's cute. It's, uh, d- it's inspired some great theme park rides at Disneyland mm-hmm. Paris. Yeah, um, it's cool looking. It's still great. It went, can I ask a personal question? Yeah. Did train pulling into station come out in this? Era? I think that's eighteen hundred. So we don't even have Jeez. to say it. We don't even have to talk about it. We can just it. think about it. Probably. Yeah. Eighteen. Uh, let me look it up. Eighteen ninety-seven. Thank God. Eighteen ninety-seven. We don't even need to talk about it. And dare it's too scary. Yeah. Too scary to bring up. Can, what the hell is this? Electrocuting an elephant. Oh, yeah, that's, um... What the fuck? Yeah. This is a film taken of the execution of an elephant employed to help build Luna Park in Coney Island. This yeah. is a movie they made in 1903? Yeah. And what the it... fuck was wrong with people back then? Yeah, what? Yeah, there's something about it. I mean, yeah. I, you know, it's the first snuff film, basically. Basically. As we know it. Jeez Louise. Yeah, I would have watched this probably on YouTube. I guess they were just so excited by cameras uh, back then. They were like, yeah. we can make anything. Oh, the story of the Kelly Gang was in the 19 oh, yeah. as well. One of the first movies, correct? First feature. First feature film. First feature, The Great Train Robbery as well. Kind of mm. first gangstery western. Great. That's very good too. Um, yeah, okay. Solid movies. Yeah. You know, they don't make them like they used to. Movies got worse when they started talking, I reckon. The only good movie in the last few years has probably been The Artist. And that's yeah. really good up until the last little bit. And you guess, oh, you're like, what's going it on? It's unbearable towards you're the end. You're just like, can these guys shut the <laughs> hell up already? <laughs> um, I've also never seen that movie, so I'm just assuming they start talking at the end. Yeah, they say one line at the end of the movie. What is he? Ah, shit, I'm French. He says something <laughs> like, um, um, do you want me to go again? Or something like oh, that. Oh, fuck. Oh, I would flip. <laughs> I would get scared. <laughs> All right, we did it. The wow. 20th century of movies. And let's go through the list again. <laughs> uh, what a wonderful way to cap off. We yeah. did the hardest thing ever. We went through It was really hard. I actually started sweating. And yeah. you don't want to know where that beat went. Did it tickle anything? <laughs> let's just say um, it made a few little turns and roundabouts on the way down. <laughs> More twists and turns than an M-Line Shyamalan flick. Who was not represented on the list. We did say Sixth Sense We mentioned it a couple of times. So let's say Sixth Sense, probably the best movie of the 100 years of cinema. 
Great pick. That's number one. <laughs> Out of all of them, it, won, it went through the gauntlet and won them all. But Cam, this has been so much fun. Mm. I love podcasting with you. Love it. And this is, you know, we'll be podcasting for a long time together. Yeah. Different forms, different shapes. For the next 50 years, at least. At least 50 years. I'm taking a one-year break in 2071, I did say, though. Yeah, but yeah. that's right near the end. That's my long service leave. <laughs> I'm taking a little break. But we'll find time to podcast then, too. Yeah. But I love you, man, so very much. Love you, too, my friend. And uh, too many more beers, too many more podcasts. Yes. Looking forward to the new pod from mm-hmm. you. Um, when's it come out? Do you have a date yet? It'll be coming out in February, so it's going to be Whoa. a very short break for, Whoa, for this feed. Day. <laughs> it's coming out on Valentine's Day, guaranteed. <laughs> um, Cameron will be the first guest. We're about to record that episode as oh, soon as we get stuff on this. Exhibit A, mm. crime scene number one. Very excited to be a part of it and to listen to it and to, fingers crossed, make our finding stuff. Yes, in the next I'm knocking year. on wood right now. Yes, it's very important to us that mm-hmm. we get this done. If anyone out there has a spare mill or so lying yes. around and would love to invest it, hit us up. If we have a listener that's a billionaire, this Throw us would, a couple of mil. Just the, just $2 million. Two mil. $3 million. We'll buy a house with $1 million yeah, each. Yeah, yeah. Then we have $1 million to make two or three or four findings. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, and I'll embezzle. Yeah, I'll definitely be embezzling. <laughs> I'll be embezzling it. Uh, but thank you all so very much. This is not so long. Mm. It's just see you later. See you soon, dipshits. Um, I'll plug my tour as well. While I was going to say, that's the thing I'm most excited for. Your new show, Mixtape. Mm. I cannot wait to see it because the way you've been talking about it, the rumors I've been hearing about how wonderful it is so far. The rumor mill. I'm saving it for I've got to see it on the biggest night of the your biggest life. biggest screen. The biggest <laughs> screen ever when it gets finally movified. Um, <laughs> but I, I, you're, you have proven yourself over and over again to just be such a freaking sensational comedic talent and your ambition excites me so much like the way especially from a show a few years ago uh the uh encapsulation of everything you've been doing electric dreams was so beautiful it showed all your skills as a storyteller growing so much and you're proving that you can freaking do it whenever you want all it takes is a fuckload of work, a lot of trying, <laughs> yeah. and lots of thought and lots of care. But, man, you are fucking singular. Thanks, man. That's really nice of you to say that. And I meant almost every word and, of it. And uh, when you want to come, let me know. I'll give you, like, you know, half-price ticket or something. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a two-for-one, please? I'll two-for-one. Two uh, I'll be on tour pretty much now. When you're hearing this, I'm on tour. Perth, Adelaide. Melbourne, Brisbane, Newcastle, Sydney, uh, some more dates will be added as well. And um, yeah, it's a cool, cool new show. It's got some cool stories in it. It's got some cool songs. Um, I'm also going to be putting singles out. Oh, God. With songs, music videos? Music videos um, and songs on Spotify that are in the show. So hopefully you'll catch one of those over the next little while. Keep your eyes peeled and your ears peeled. Yikes. Yeah, no, like Unshane and the Lou. Oh, God, no, no, he's doing it to me, he's doing it to me. But, guys, thank you all so much for listening to Special Features. We'll be back pretty regularly every now and then when we want to do one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be doing the same kind of thing, probably talk about character actors, talking mm-hmm. about movies of the uh, maybe 19th century. We'll keep going back. 
Yeah, imagine that. Is it like six movies <laughs> or something? Well, that many that are still left around. I mean, we so should a... do the 21st century. Well, yeah, when we get to it. At the end of the 21st century. When we get century? to the 22nd century, we go back. Okay, cool. Because by that time, we'll have seen a lot of movies. We'll be definitive. Definitely we'll have seen. I'll have the same letterbox. It can't be really easy. It's <laughs> just pick them all. Salt by most fresh. <laughs> ah, man, love you, brother. Love, love you, you all. Love you all. Love you guys. Thanks for letting us podcast with you and so long. We'll be doing it still forever. Yeah. Talk to you soon. All right. See you guys. Bye. You hang on first. Okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>